0: This is how y'all feel, brothers? Y'all, all right? <laughs> I had to channel my inner Erica Badu today, y'all, because I'm feeling good like I should. Went and took a walk around the neighborhood, feeling blessed. Hey, never stress. Hey, y'all got it. Yes, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. You know why? Because I am better than I was yesterday but not as good as I'll be tomorrow. (laughs) I think it's time for a check-in y'all. We made it to month three of this brand new year, 2021. And that means it's time for a check-in because I am on a mission to slay my life. I'm on a mission to slay my business. And my relationships and just own who I am. So I am working every day to be better than I was yesterday, but not as good as I'll be tomorrow. How am I doing it? A lot of self-talk, right? A lot of owning my own issues and owning my own things. And one of the things I really discovered, y'all, is I love to talk crazy to myself. I did not realize the things that were coming out of my mouth, right? Well, I guess they weren't coming out of my mouth, but were seeping into my psyche. I can say some things to myself that I am just not proud of. And I wasn't aware of it until probably these last two weeks. Um, I was just in a fog, being lazy, having a hard time, like finding my mojo, finding my desire, right? To do anything other than the bare minimum. And sometimes I didn't want to do that. And it was just, I just feel like, being under the restrictions we've been under for so long i just think i finally have hit my limit and i say that because i my you know i wasn't giving myself permission to even just do nothing and it's hard for me to do that i'm just gonna tell you all the truth saturday perfect example I didn't wake up or plan to do this, but my husband, I had the unique opportunity to stay at home all day and do nothing. My daughter's soccer games were canceled, no activities were planned because the world was shut down and there was just like nothing to do. And I had to make myself lay around and watch movies and not pick up my computer, not pick up my phone. It was so weird. And I realized that I had been giving myself these distractions that weren't very healthy. So I made myself lay around basically in bed and on the couch all day, kind of doing nothing. And I woke up the next day feeling like I had had two weeks off on a beach somewhere. Something so simple. I had been denying myself because whose to-do list is short. It's always going. There's always something to do. And I, and I realized that some of the stuff that's to do literally you can wait. Most of it can wait. It's very rare, right, that this stuff is the top of your to-do list. But the guilt that comes from not getting that to-do list or conquering some part of it was just, oh my gosh, ridiculous. I'm just ashamed of myself. So as I'm progressing, right, and I'm working on my 2030 goals, a huge part of that is just owning my mental health, owning my goals, owning how I feel. And the best way to take control of that for me was to start counseling, which I started in 2020, uh, like in October or September, somewhere around there. I decided it was time because I could not long I could no longer coach myself. <laughs> and the fact that I could no longer make myself jump up and jump at it and let me know that something was off. And it was time to seek someone who could elevate me, right? Seeking counsel. So that has been something different. And I have had so many aha moments and That's been weird. So I wanted to share that with y'all because I know a lot of people during this pandemic have started seeking counsel, right? And seeing counselors or at least speaking about the counselors that they speak to, which means that I'm not alone. But I thought for those people who are still kind of iffy on, do they need it or should they should they even have a counselor? I thought I would you know share my experience for me I'll be honest with you when I first started going to counseling I didn't know exactly what it was that I wanted to talk about it wasn't one particular thing it was just a number of things that I felt I wasn't handling well most of it being life and stress and and the kind of person who I was portraying to my to people who love me right I didn't want to be yelling at my daughter I didn't want to be yelling and annoyed I didn't want to be tired all the time I didn't want to be still taking off more than I could handle and I had to figure out what that meant and just I was very sad I was sad about the state of the world in 2020 and the fact that we were still having to march for basic basic rights I'm still not happy about it never will be but trying to deal with it right I have been burying those feelings for so long because I just felt like there's nothing I can do about it. that's just the way it is uh, it's not going to change, you know, and I couldn't do that anymore. It got to a point to where I could no longer put a top on that or table that and put it in a drawer. It was really messing with me. I told you guys, I was crying all the time. I couldn't watch the news. I was having a real hard time, even articulating the current state of the world and what was going on to my daughter and not being angry, not being sad all the time. They really hit me. And I realized I kept being mad at myself for being so upset by it at the time. But what I realized is I wasn't a upset about what was happening at the time. I was upset about what has happened over my life and how many times I've been forced to just keep on going and no one cared. And then I was angry that all of a sudden, quote unquote, people were caring, but where had they been all these other years? And then I was upset about. No one paying attention until someone who didn't look like us said something about it as if we were just griping and making up stuff to be angry about and sad about for years. So that's a lot. I know. But that was some real aha stuff for me because I couldn't figure out why it took one instance or one event so so hard. And then understanding that it wasn't one event. It was a number of events that I had just continued to not acknowledge and not deal with. Um, they had to be dealt with and i'm dealing with them so with dealing with them means i'm talking about them i'm accepting them i am working through them acknowledging those feelings y'all i didn't i knew that a lot of times things will happen i'm like oh well you just got to go on keep shuffling through but i didn't realize the toll it was having on I me mean, not being able to just acknowledge my feelings and give those feelings a moment doesn't mean i'm wallowing in them but if i'm sad be sad if i'm mad be mad if i'm angry be angry just be And what I realize is if you just be and give yourself a chance to to digest those feelings and hash through them in your mind, a lot of times they're not as heavy because at least you could talk them through and you could just figure out why it hurt so much or why it was so exciting or why it was so overwhelming, you know. So having resources and tools at our disposal, being that we live in, you know, this country that a lot of times people think that you need insurance for a lot of times you don't. Um, their group, you know, I actually found my counselor through, um, what is it? Is it black women, black women, black therapy? Oh gosh. I'm gonna have to leave it in the show notes y'all, but I found her, I went to therapy for black girls. Um, she has a great link. Um, there was so many people in my area there. I was able to kind of looking cross-reference, see who my insurance accepted from there. Um, and, and that was so helpful. And when I first went to counseling y'all, I told my counselor, hey, I don't know if I'm going to like you. I don't know if this going to work, but I'm going to give you a try. I'm going to give you like three months and give and, and do the work and see. And it's it's been working. And um, it's been very helpful for me just to even be able to articulate this much on an episode because I am a very, very, very a private person and I'm a person who isn't comfortable with being vulnerable in front of many people. So this is a major growth for me to even be able to talk about this right now on the show. Um, Another thing I have realized y'all is that the word grace is so powerful and it encompasses so much and it doesn't just have to mean the grace that you're given, or the songs, Amazing Grace, and things of that nature. It's about giving people grace, giving yourself grace, and giving myself grace in ways that I never did before by ma- realizing that I am human and that things don't have to be perfect and that life will happen and that things will not always go according to plan, which doesn't mean it's the end of the world, doesn't mean get upset, doesn't mean be angry, doesn't mean hold on to that memory, doesn't mean be frustrated, doesn't mean roll my eyes just gives a little grace. More Brunch and Slay after this. So if you're like me, you've listened to an episode or two, and you wanted to know more about the guests who's on the show. You wanted to know where can you follow them, how can you support them, and where can you find that product that they mentioned? Well, you're not alone. So I've decided to give you a one-stop resource for reconnecting with the folks who are here on the show. Head over to brunchandslay.com, head over to the shop section, and you'll find some of the folks who've been on the show and the things that they're offering and their products. One stop, one shop, we create, we cultivate, and most importantly, we build and we win. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Something that really drove the Grace thing home for me was during the snowstorm here in Texas, um, there's a lot of things I just couldn't do. You know, a lot, of, a lot of folks were without power. A lot of things were going on. A lot of deadlines were missed. And I just realized, you know what? Here's a great example of one of those times where everybody needs some grace. Everybody needs you to cancel some meetings. Everybody needs you to not ask them to work off a hotspot right now. The amount of stress people were under trying to still get work done made me sad because... Most of the stuff that we were rushing to get done didn't matter enough to be stressed out about it when you have no power or your mother has no power. People tend to think that you still have power. You should work. But if your parents are elderly and you're worried about them on the other side of town where you can't safely get to them, there's no way you can work well. right? If it was your kid's weekend with their dad and you can't get in touch with them because the Internet is spotting and you don't know if they're OK, that's stressful. Right. So giving grace. Allowing for grace, being open to grace is my saving grace right now. (laughs) It is giving me the opportunity to be a human and to exercise empathy and to evolve into a more vulnerable person, a more kind person, and a more understanding person, which I feel like is just where I want to be. So I'm holding on to grace for dear life, y'all, and I'm trying to dish it out as much as I can take it. and then I am listening, right? I'm listening to the people around me. I'm listening to so many things that pour into me. I realize for me, in order to keep my mood elevated, I have to surround myself in the environment in which I want to be. And for me, that means like making my bed up in the morning, um, making sure that my house is clean and in order I don't do well. My best work, I'll say I don't do my best work when it's chaos. So having my, my working area clean, um, having my hair combed, I don't do like wake up and keep my bonnet on or anything. I get up, I get dressed, I put on a little concealer. If I have some meetings, I put on a little touch of lip gloss. Um, and I'm listening to so many audiobooks, so many podcasts, um, great things playing in the background, good solid music. Like I told you, feeling good, hey, like I should. Listen to a lot of kids back with my daughter, right? So that's how I discovered that song. And just um Really being a beast about what I'm letting filter into me. You know, I struggled during that snowmageddon of 2021 because my my Amira side of my brain was like, you need to go down a checklist and text all these people and make sure they're OK. And then the grace side of my brain was like, girl, those people didn't text you. They, they got stuff going on, too. You're OK. They understand that. They don't expect you to text them. They know that you are maybe just holding on by a thread too. So hold on by a thread by yourself. Lay down and don't be bothered. And, and I felt so good about it, y'all. The, uh, the other side of my brain that typically would have been texting everybody would have then been tired because it would have taken most people hours to get back. And then I would have been like, oh gosh, now I don't feel like texting. And it's just, just this rabbit hole of what is crazy. It's crazy standards that I have implemented in my head and that I cannot be the only one. So I know you're probably wondering, okay, Amira, that's different. You are going, you you're, you're getting your stuff in order, but what does it have to do with me? Well, a huge part of this journey and this platform is about slaying, right? And I just want to say I don't slay every day. Not in the way that we think of slaying. Slaying for me lately has just been giving myself grace and reminding myself and setting intentions to give grace. And and in times like these, that's important. Uh, slaying life for me is focusing on one thing at a time. And sometimes slaying is just doing the bare minimum. And I wanna share more of that behind the scenes part because it's not always the fun events, which you guys know that now, because the world has been shut down for two years. And it's not always just the wins. Sometimes the wins are few and far between. And it's we forget about how good they felt when they when we got them, right? Because we typically don't get to relish at them because work keeps coming. But I want you to know that, you know, if you just keep on doing whatever it is you're doing. If you keep on staying focused on whatever part of your life you want to slay, you will. And right now I'm slaying, focusing on being the best me that I can be for who I need to be it to. So I hope that you are giving yourself some grace and that you are better today than you were yesterday, but not as good as you'll be tomorrow. This is French and Slay.